Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice. What's up, y'all? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope everybody is doing blessed and doing well, being blessed and doing well on this morning. I want to say happy Mother's Day to all of you that are on the airways, man. Good morning to you. Uh, man, what an awesome day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, be glad in it. Our Father, our eternal God, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your favor. We thank you for being our God, being our everything. In Jesus' name, we thank you now. Amen and amen. God bless you, man. God bless all of you on today. I hope you got your Bibles out with you on today. Got your pen and paper with you on today. I want to deal with a message on today on Mother's Day, man. Um, all right. So those of you that are with me, uh, turn with me to the book of Luke, the eighth chapter. Let us look at verses 43 through 48. Luke, the eighth chapter, verses 43 through 48. God bless all of you, especially those of you that came on with a good morning this morning. I want to know that I tell you I did recognize you. Um, you know, today is a touchy day for so many of us. Those of you that still have a living mother, I pray that you love on her and treat her right. Those of us, mother, that is already in glory, I pray that you will have reflections of your mother that is pleasing to your mind and to your heart and to your spirit and to your soul. All right. Luke chapter 8, verses 43 through 48. It says these words. I want to deal with this, and then we'll get on with today's lesson. I'll let you enjoy your day. All right. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all of her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stenched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master of the multitude, tugs thee and press thee, and saith thou, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody has touched me, for I perceive that the virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith have made thee hold. Go in peace. For a moment, I pray that you have your Bibles with you and you'll flip with me for a moment today. I want to teach on the message entitled, A Changed Woman. I want to talk about that, A Changed Woman. And the word that I really want you to focus on is the word change. I want you to focus on that, the word change. My brothers and sisters, I declare unto you that God created everything to change. That's why there's a thing that is called time. And the real issue is, can I just be honest with you, is that so many of us don't like to change. We still want to do things the same old way. But brothers and sisters, everything in life changes. That's why Ecclesiastics 
uh, talks about there is a season and a time due to the fact that everything changes. Not only that, I want you to get it because a lot of times we hate to change due to the fact that it uh, threatens our security. So many people in the world today hate to change due to the fact that it threatens our security. I'm going to get to this word. I'm going to give you three points and I'm going to be done, but I got to get to this part right here. Uh, also, change produces the unknown. And that's why a lot of times people don't like to change because change produces the unknown. You don't know um, what to expect. Those of you that are writing, you should be writing now. I want to give you this to write as well about change. There is nothing more dangerous to self-destruction than comfort. There is nothing more dangerous to self-destruction than comfort. And a lot of times, that's so many of us today, is that we get comfortable and we don't want to uh, change. Uh, and it's important we're going to look at change today because I want to deal with that. William Arthur Ward, he says in one of his books, the uh, pessimist complains about the wind. The optimist expects it to change, but the realist adjusts the sail. It's important. I ask that because I want to ask you, which one are you? Are you a, are you a pessimist? Are you an optimist? Or are you a realist? Are you one that always complain about everything? Uh, are you one that uh, will just assume that things will get better? Or are you one that will adjust the sale and deal with the situation at hand, which will cause for a change? My brothers and sisters, I want to deal with this thing today entitled change. Listen, that was a woman in this text in the book of Luke. This woman had had this issue for 12 long years. Let's look in the text together. She had this issue for 12 long years, a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which has spent all of her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. This first verse automatically lets us know one thing about this woman that has an issue of blood, and that is that she desired to change. She wanted to change. My brothers and sisters, this woman thing was, was so bad that she had to keep her face covered. And everybody that she came in contact with, she had to say unclean. This woman was already living in social distancing back then before we were doing it today. This woman had already experienced the life that we are experiencing now. Everything that she touched was unclean. She was separated from her family. She was separated from her friends. She was separated from the center. God, she couldn't do anything that anybody normal could do. She was experiencing social distancing already in this text. But one thing that I liked about this woman, out of all I've ever heard about this woman with the issue of blood, is that this woman desired change. She desired change because the text said that she had went to many physicians and could not be healed of any. It is even said that Luke himself had an examination with this young lady. And it's important that we understand, my brothers and sisters, that everything sooner or later will change. I think that's valuable to us. Verse 44 says, listen, she came behind him and touched the border of his garment and immediately her issue of blood stinks. I think that that's important to know that Jesus did not touch her, but rather she touched Jesus and she didn't even touch Jesus. She touched a piece of his clothing. I think that's how bad that she wanted to change. She took a chance and said, you know what, man, you know, you hear people say that she says, if I can just touch. No, that's not what the Bible said. The Bible said she came behind Jesus and simply touched his garment and immediately her blood stopped. The issue of blood stopped. 
But I want you to understand that Jesus did never, never touched her and she really never touched him. All she ever touched was his clothes. I just want y'all to get that. Remember that Jesus never touched her and she really never, ever touched him. All she ever touched was his clothes. And Jesus says, watch this. Jesus says, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that was with him said, Master, the multitude tugs and press thee and say, if thou who touched me. See, there was a big multitude and they were walking through this town. And this woman that desired a change took a chance and in humbleness had to touch Jesus from the lower part. Mm. See, so many times a lot of people don't understand. See, we, we, we always think about uh, being on top. This woman dealt with her situation down on the bottom. That's why I don't understand people to tell me, man, I come to church once I get myself cleaned up. Or I come to church, man, once I, uh, you know, stop drinking. I come to church once I stop. No, 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 no. You need to come to the assembly just as you are and let the word of God change you. This woman touched Jesus at a low level in her life. She touched Jesus. Jesus did not touch her. I think that's important that you understand understand. Jesus did not touch her. She touched Jesus' clothing. She touched his garment. And Jesus says, who's touched me? And all denied. Peter them said, God, it's just a big multitude. Man, I don't know who touched you. And it was something because Jesus says, I know somebody touched me because power went out of my body. She changed Jesus with the touch. You know, anytime something come in and go out, that's a change in your life. Anytime something come in and go out, that's a change. This woman touching Jesus' clothing changed Jesus. Jesus, something left him. This woman had a weak touch, but she had strong faith. My brothers and sisters, when it comes to change, you might have a weak touch, but you got to have strong faith. So many of you are staying trapped in the same old situation and in the same old environment, in the same old pettiness, in the same old mess, and you refuse to change. Why? Because you're afraid to step out because it's not secure to you. You're afraid to do anything different because this is all you know. You're afraid to just look in another direction because this is all you know, my brothers and sisters. But this woman that had an issue of blood had put it in her mind, I am ready for a change. Man, anybody out there ready for a change? Are you ready to do some different stuff? You can't tell me that you're ready to do different stuff and step back in old stuff. You can't change like that. You can't step forward and then step back to where you come from and say that you're ready for a change. No, my brothers and sisters, that's not how life works. But this woman with an issue of blood, she teaches us that she was ready to change. That's what I get out of this woman. She was ready to change. And when she couldn't hide herself, she came trembling down and said, Lord, I touched you. I touched you because of my situation. I touched you because I needed you. And then watch this what God says. God says unto her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith have made thee whole go in peace. What that teaches us is the word of God that he gives to her is that God said, because you wanted to change, you changed. Mm. He said, I didn't change you. You changed yourself. All I did was bless you in wanting to change yourself. My brothers and sisters, I see sisters, I see brothers. This is just not a Mother's Day message because everybody's not a mother out there. This is a message for even men because too many times you're afraid to change. Too many times you get set in your ways. Too many times you, you keep saying, I did it this way all this time. 
And that's not how it works. You know what? The, the worst thing that can happen to somebody successful is to use what they did yesterday. Because anytime you get that mode of thinking, then you'll never change. Y'all, y'all ain't got to say nothing, but you know some people in your life that refuses to change. You've been wearing the same perfume since you was 15. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. You refuse to change. You can never better yourself if you don't change. This is important. I'm going to give you three points about change, especially about this woman with the issue. Could you see her life changing? She went from being called to a woman with an issue of blood to being called daughter. All because she desired to change. She stepped out and desired to change. This is three points I want to give you about change. I want you to understand change come in our lives to remind us nothing is permanent. That's what you got to remember about change. Change come in our life to remind us that nothing is permanent. My brothers and sisters, you may look at your life right now and think what you live in or how you live in is going to be that way always. That's not the case. Change is in our lives to remind us that nothing is permanent. I used to think to myself, I, I never thought that I'd lose my mama. I never thought I'd lose my father. I never thought any of those things. But change, man. Change. Change is in your life to let you know that nothing ever stays permanent. The only permanent thing we have is God. Because God is the same God yesterday and today and forevermore. Why? Because God is eternal and we're stuck in time. Oh my God. But you got to understand, change comes in our life to remind us that nothing is permanent. Last year I looked and I thought about, just today I was sitting still and I looked. And I said, last year I had all my sisters at my home with me. And then the day I look, we're social distancing. So I don't even really get to see them. I I, I, want to tell you, man, change. I want you to understand change teaches us that nothing is permanent in our lives. Secondly, I want you to get this. The second point I want you to get about change is this. That is, if you cannot manage change, you will never manage life. Those of you that refuse to keep up with the changes in life. Hmm. If you don't want to change with life, life will continue on. But your life will always suffer. Why? Because you refuse to change. Look at yourself, brothers and sisters. Look at you. I look at myself. I remember my hair used to be all jet black, curly. My beard was jet black curly. I didn't have this much weight on my body. I mean, but time brings about a change. And sometimes you got to just adjust yourself to change with the time. Sometimes, you know what? I mean, I just let's just be real. Sister, some of y'all need to get rid of them size six clothes you got in your closet. Them days are over with. You won't wear those clothes anymore. Not being disrespectful, just telling the truth. Because the change has happened. Bruh, get rid of them stretch shorts that we used to wear. We can't wear them no more. Changes took place. And those of you that are still young, change is going to happen to you every day. Things continue to change. 
It's important that you understand about change. Thirdly, 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 I want y'all to catch this. Moving does not change uh, who you are. It only changes the view outside your window. And what are you saying, Pastor? I'm talking to those of you that try to make excuses of why you don't change. Oh, why, you know, why you are like you are. You, you, you got to understand. Unless you change, you can change your view, but it'll never change you. My brothers and sisters, all changes are not good. All changes are not bad. But the one thing that is for sure, that is, is that we all will change. That is, is that change will always be a part of our life. That is, change is very necessary. Change is what matures. Change is what make us get older. Change is what make us responsible, man. On this Mother's Day, to all you sisters out here, man, I pray that your change is a great change. That you'll change some things in your life that you need to change. That you, you'll be the person that you desire to be. That you'll understand that this woman with the issue of blood in the Bible, she connected with Jesus before she connected to anyone else. Your first connection should always be with God. And then God will bring the rest of the pieces of the puzzle in. So many times, man, so many times, so many of us need to change. So many of us need to get out of that self-same type thought. So many of us need to change, man. You ain't helping nobody. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping your children. You're not helping anyone until you change, man. In your life, the question that I leave with you on today is what, what is it that you need to change? What is it that you need to change most about your life? What, what is it that you need to do to make your life better? The woman with the issue of blood, she knew. She got to Jesus. Though Jesus never touched her, she got to him, man. She got to him. If you want to change your finances, do responsible things. Don't waste money. Start saving money. If you want to change your health, just start walking a little bit. Start walking to the mailbox and turn around and go back. And then the next week, walk two feet past the mailbox, turn around and come back. That's what change do. That's if you want to change your health, that's what you got to start doing. I mean, I, everybody has some type of health issues, handicap, this, but don't let it stop you. So many times you get comfortable in this and saying, man, I'm comfortable now. And that's when you fail because you get too comfortable. Remember, I told you it's always best to be independent. It's always good to have somebody that you can that you can accompany with, but always be independent. 
Because you never know when the day will come to the person you've been depending on may not be around. They may walk out of your life. God may call them home. They may decide to go another direction. And if all you're doing is ever, if all you've ever done is lean on them, you're going to be in a bad situation. But you got to learn how to change, man. You got to learn how to become independent. You got to learn how to change for the better. You got to learn how to do things for yourself. You got to learn how to change, man. I'm, I'm done, but I pray, man. I'm praying that somebody got something out of this message. Did anybody get anything out of this message, man? Did anybody, you know what I'm saying? You got some people that refuse to do anything to help themselves. Better your life, man. Better your life. Better your life. I hear mothers saying, I got kids. My life is my kids. That's your biggest mistake. Because even though your life becomes your kid, what about your life? What about your life? What about you? What, what, what about you? And he, here's the thing. Most of the time, the most of the time, when I went to the nursing home and used to visit all the time, most of the time that I would talk to some of the elderly people, and some of the things that they would always say was, you know what, Pastor, them kids that I nurtured and groomed and loved on and kissed on and did everything for, they have yet to come see me in the nursing home. They have yet to come to see about me. And you lived your whole life for them. And they could care less about you. Brothers and sisters, mothers, I pray that you will get something you desire today. See what your children do. I wish our mother was living. I wish she was living, but she's not. And it is. I, I've learned how to deal with that. I've learned to get through that. I've learned how not to be frustrated on the fact that I do miss her. But I've learned not to take it out on other people. I've learned how to just get to myself and do things to help relieve my tension and frustration because it was definitely a change in my life. It was a change that I can't even talk about unless you they're experiencing what I have experienced. Man, bless you, man, today. Sit down and make a list of changes that you need to do in your life. Sit down and make some, make a list of them and then just start taking them one by one and saying, man, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Make some changes in your life that God will bless you. Will you do that? I'm praying for you, man. Quit settling. Quit being comfort. Quit being so comfortable all the time. Life is really good when you're uncomfortable because it keeps you on your P's and Q's. It's when you become comfortable that the enemy sneaks in. So stay uncomfortable, man. Make some changes in your life to better your life, man. God is so awesome. God is so awesome, man. You know what I mean? Man, I'm telling y'all, enjoy your Mother's Day today. Enjoy your Mother's Day today, man. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. And may the peace of God bless you and keep you. That is my prayer. And I look to see you guys on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock for a Bible study word from the Lord on high, man. All right, man. God bless all of you, man.
Y'all continue to be blessed, man. This is your boy, Reverend Dr. J. Rice of High Ground International Church, located 17, 4th Avenue North, man, in the greater North Nashville area, man. Talking about a change, man. Nothing remains the same. Everything must change, all right? God bless all of you, man. May the peace of God bless you and keep you. <laughs> that is our prayer. Till next time. Peace. Dinner time with Dr. Joseph Rice.